If you're ready to lose weight, Noom Weight can help. Noom Weight uses a psychology-based approach to help you better understand your relationship with food and build long-lasting habits. From day one, our courses help you build up your confidence with tools you can put to use right away. And the best part is, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. 5, 10, or 15 minutes. How much time you want to spend on our program is up to you. We won't tell you what you can or can't eat either because we don't believe in good or bad foods. Instead, we give you the knowledge and the wisdom you need to make informed choices that fit your lifestyle. So whether your goal is to feel more energized, boost your mood, or just lose five pounds, Noom can give you the knowledge and support you need to make it happen. Sign up for your free trial at noom.com balance. That's n-o-o-m dot com slash balance. Hey, Andy, did you hear that whistle? Sure did, Amos. That whistle means rinse white, rinse bright, rinse new. That's right, and it means that this is Sunday and we're on the air for rinse with solium in it. Ernestine Wade, Alan Reed, Willard Waterman, Corny Anderson, Jeff Alexander and his orchestra, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. Yes, sir, the Amos and Andy Show, brought to you by Lever Brothers Company, makers of new Rinso, the only soap that contains solium. That's why Rinso gets your clothes whiter and brighter than new. Rinse on new. Well, the annual three-day convention of the Mystic Knights of the Sea Lodge is being held this year in Chicago. The New York chapter has voted $500 to send the Kingfish and his wife with Andy as an alternate delegate. As the Chicago train races through the night, Sapphire and the Kingfish are imbued with a happy, carefree holiday spirit. Stevens, you bum, you get up in that upper berth. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. I ain't gonna sleep in that upper berth. Man my age climbing up that ladder, liable to split his spleen, pop his pancreas, and everything else. Huh? <laughs> I don't care what you pop, you get up there. What you doing? I'm sleeping down here. That's where I'm sleeping. George, I said get up there. Well, now, wait a minute. Put down that makeup kit. Don't hit me get with that. Get up there, George. All right, all right. Let me hang my clothes up. Holy smokes, why are they going to hang them? What do you mean, George? Now, look at that, Sapphire. Your bustle's hanging on one hook, the rat off your head on another, your overstuffed camisole on another. <laughs> if you ever have a train wreck, they're going to find more of you on hooks than they will in the berth. Stop complaining, George. This is a vacation. And we're going to enjoy ourselves and have a good time if you have to spend the whole three days in the Chicago hospital, you bum! Well, Porter, thanks for the lovely trip. Uh, I left a little something for you under the pillar back in the compartment. So long. George, what'd you leave for the Porter? Nothing, Sapphire, but by the time he finds out, we'll be out of the station. Come on. Mm, thank you, Dorman. Thank you. Uh, put the suitcase down right there. I'll take care of you when we leave. Thank you, bellboy. Uh, you can put the ice water right on the dresser. I'll take care of you when we leave. Why do 
you tell everybody that, George. Them same boys won't be on duty when we leave the hotel. I know they won't. When we leave, I'll tell the fellow that's on duty that I took care of the other boys when we arrived. <laughs> when I check out of a hotel, boy, all the help is beating each other to death about something that ain't there, you see? <laughs> well, George, I'm going to get unpacked and get on over to the convention hall. Yeah, well, now, look, honey, uh, while I think of it, well, let me have our expense money and our railroad tickets so I can put them in my wallet. No, sir, George. I'm holding on to the expense money and the tickets. I'm going to make sure they are safe. I got them pinned here in my camisole. Well, now, listen, ain't no sense of keeping the money pinned in your underwear there. <laughs> Every time I want to tip somebody, you got to go into a strip tease. Give me the money. keep it myself, because every time there's any traveling to do, you either loses the money or mixes up the tickets or something. Now, what you talk about? Now, just tell me one time that I got the tickets mixed up. Well, how about the time my father passed on? You were supposed to ship him back to Georgia for the funeral. And what did you do? Send him on a beautiful two-week cruise to Bermuda. <laughs> well, the salt air didn't do the old man no harm, did it? <laughs> now, give me the money. I was the man in this family, and besides that, some of the money is Andy's. I got to go down to his room and see him anyway. Well, all right, George. Here you is. But let me tell you one thing. If anything happens to this money or these tickets, if you lose them or misplaces them or anything like that, you is going to have to answer to me, and there's going to be plenty of trouble. You hear that? All right, all right. Hmm. Talk about your phonograph records. That woman's got a long, playing mouth if ever I heard one. <laughs> Come in. Oh, hiya, Kingfish. Well, well, good morning, brother. Just drop down to your room here and see how my alternate delegate is doing. Oh, I'm doing fine, Kingfish. I thought, though, I was going to get a private hotel room. I think they're going to move a couple of more people in here. Yeah, what makes you think that, Andy? Well, when I went in the bathroom this morning, there were three towels hanging there. <laughs> you is the dumbest, man. They put them there because they're expecting us to stay a couple of weeks. Don't you understand that? <laughs> Well, this is a great hotel, all right. American plan. I notice on the schedule on the back of the door there, say, breakfast 7 to 11, mm-hmm. lunch 12 to 3, mm-hmm. supper 4 to 8. Mm-hmm. Looks like I ain't going to be away from the table for more than three hours a day. <laughs> yeah, when you see that sign that say American plan, it really bring out the patriotism, don't it, boy? Yeah, it by the way, how's everything going with the convention? Game? Oh, going to be another great year for the mystic nights of the sea here in Chicago. Yeah, we start off the festivities this morning with the installation of the Supreme Exalted Grand Barracuda. Yeah. And then at uh, 2 o'clock, we have the parade. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope the parade don't run into the same trouble we've done last year. We marched down that street where they was working on them sewers. Yeah, I remember that. We went into our goose up there, and the next thing I knew, we'd lost four brothers and a flag barrier down the manhole. Yeah, that's right. You know, our ranks was pretty well thinned out by the time we hit State Street. Yeah, that's right. Say, Kingfish, uh, you has got my money and my tickets. Uh, could I have them? Well, then, uh, I'll hang on to them. I'll kind of dole out the money to you. You know, give it to your pro rata. Listen, Kingfish, when it comes to pro ratting, I want to be the rat that holds my own money. <laughs> Listen, Andy, don't, don't, don't start on me, too. I tell you, the, the stuff is 100% safer with me, Andy. Now, don't worry about it. Okay. Well, I got to get on over to meet Sapphire at the convention hall this morning. She attended the meeting of the women's auxiliary, you know. 
Yeah, say, I understand from the way the wind's blowing, she liable to be elected to the position of Madame Octopus. <laughs> yeah, well, she deserves it, ain't it? She's been the junior assistant squid now for the past five years. <laughs> By the way, Anna, as you're coming over to the women's auxiliary meeting, you know they got a lot of young unmarried gals there from every state in the union. Oh, yeah, boy, I'm going to be there, all right. I figure by the time the convention is over, I'll smooch myself through everything east of the Rockies. <laughs> It was a great meeting, fellas, a great meeting. Uh, see you all later, so long. Well, guess I'll get on back to the hotel here. Well, 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 Brother Stevens, glad to see you. How are you? <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. Don't slap me on the back like that, Mr. I got a wobbly bridge here. <laughs> I see this liable to end up grinning at you from the floor. <laughs> well, we haven't met before, but I'm Ewey Higgins, chairman of the welcoming committee. Confidentially, Stevens, I want to put you wise to something. Well, thanks just the same, Brother Higgins, but my wife's along. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's just that there's a lot of sharpies work these conventions, Stephen. A lot of sharpies. Matter of fact, some of the brothers got took pretty bad last year. Got took pretty bad, yeah. Well, don't worry about me. I got my wallet in my back pocket there, and just for protection, why, I got a great big fish hook right over it, you see. Anyone goes in there, they'll get gaff like a flounder. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what I've been doing, chum. I've been helping out a few of the brothers by taking their money and tickets and putting them in the hotel safe. Mm. Now, uh, it so happens I'm uh, going back to the hotel now. I'd be glad to take yours with me. Yeah, well, as long as you was on the committee, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, let me get it out, you. Uh, there you Fine. Now, any time you want it, be in the hotel safe under my name. Oh, thanks. Uh, I say, Miss Higgins, uh... Before you go, would you mind taking this fish hook out of my hand here? Now? Uh, excuse me, Mr. Desk Clerk. Uh, <laughs> my name is George Stevens of the New York delegation. <laughs> I run a little short of cash. I, I'd like to uh, get some money out of my wallet. Uh, your wallet? Uh, yeah, sir. It's in your hotel safe under the name of Huey Higgins. Uh, well, I'm in charge of the safe, but I'm sure there's nothing in it under the name of Huey Higgins. In fact, looking at the guest list here, why, he's not even registered at the hotel. Well, now, wait a minute, sir. he, he got to be, you know, the man. he got a great big hat, always laughing, going, ha, 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 you heard the man. He, he better uh, be around here somewhere. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know anyone like that. Oh, me. What is I going to do? Oh, me, Mr. Higgins, and got away with my money and my tickets. Oh, George, George. Oh, Sapphire. George, I got the most wonderful news. I was just elected head of a committee to help our destitute members. Well, stick around, honey. I might need you. This certainly is a mess, Kingfish. We're supposed to check out today. You done lost our money and tickets and everything else. Well, now, look, Anna, that spilt milk over the dam. Ain't no use crying about that. We've done the best I could. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. Do Sapphire know about this yet? No, Anna, she's the last one in the world I'd tell. She'd break my head open if she knew this. I've been ducking her. Yeah, well, that's a smart thing to do, all right. Now, right now, she's over at the final meeting of the women's auxiliary. Nah. 
Anyway, I think I got a way of getting a hold of some money. I got in a long-distance call here to New York City uh, uh, to Shorty the Barber. Oh, yeah. Good old brother Shorty. He'll come to rescue. Oh, yeah. You see, Andy, the man... Uh, wait a minute. Uh, hello? Uh, hello? Uh, uh, hello, Shorty. Uh, this is the Kingfish calling from Chicago at the Gilmore Hotel. Well, I never expected... This is really a surprise. Shorty, Shorty, hey, Shorty, Shorty. Will you stop that Weller stuff at these long-distance readers costing me five cents a Weller there? <laughs> well, how, how's the convention, Kingfish? Fine. Can you hear me all right, Shorty? Yeah, perfect. Clear as a bell. I was talking loud enough? Oh, yeah, just like you in the next room. Fine. I need some money, Shorty. Uh, we must have a bad connection. <laughs> Shorty, uh, didn't you yell what I just said? No, I couldn't understand a word of it. Besides that, I'm broke. <laughs> I listen, Shorty, uh, I can't go into details, but some sharpie got to hold our money and the tickets and everything else. And me and Anna Sapphire are stranded here in Chicago. Now, what in the world can we do? This is the last day of the convention. Yeah, well, look, Kingfish, why, why don't you cash a check at the hotel desk to cover your bill and get enough extra to buy some, some more railroad tickets? Yeah, that's wonderful. Cash your check. There's only one little hitch, though. What's that? I ain't got no bank account. <laughs> if I know you, that ain't gonna stop you, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll figure somewhere. But, Kingfish, I gotta hang up now. I, I gotta get back to one of my customers. I, I, I was saving him when you called. Yeah, well, uh, what's in a hurry, shorty? Well, he, he's an important man. He, he's one of my best customers. Uh, he, he, he's very impatient. He's... He's, 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 bleeds to death. That's all. Anna Shorty had a great idea. All we got to do is to go over there now to the hotel desk, cash a check for enough money to pay our bill, and buy some tickets to New York. Now, when we get back to New York, we'll cover the check, you see? Well, what are we going to cover it with, a blanket? <laughs> oh, now, don't worry, Andy. We'll raise the money when we get back there. In case there's any trouble with the check, I got a little something in my pocket here that's going to cinch the thing. Oh. And there's the fellow over there at the desk now talking on the telephone. Now, let's wait till he finishes. Yeah. Uh, come on, we'll go over here and get a quick cigar. Yes, Sergeant. That's why I'm calling headquarters. With these conventions in town, people coming and going, we've been stuck with a lot of bad checks. Now, I tell you, Sergeant, the next one who passes a bad check on me is going to end up behind bars. Yes, I'll appreciate your cooperation. Oh, I'll have to call you back. I see some guests are checking out. Uh, pardon me, sir. Uh, we would like to check out. Yes, is the desk clerk here? Well, he's off duty for the moment, but I'm the owner of the hotel, Mr. Samuels. I'll be glad to take care of you. Yes, sir. Well, my name is Mr. Stevens. Uh, is you got my bill totalized yet? Stevens. Stevens, yes. Here, here we are. $104.62. Oh, mere spittings, yes, sir. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to pay the thing by check. Oh, you want to pay by check, hmm? Mm, uh, you happen to have a blank check? Yes, I have a lot of blank checks here in the drawer. Which one do you want? Uh, them blue ones down there look nice. Give us one of them. <laughs> Blue one? Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to excuse Mr. Brown here. Yeah, He's been standing too close to the bass drum doing the parade. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got a check on the Irving Trust Company? The 
Irving Trust Company? Yes, yes, here you are. Well, by the way, do you mind if I make this check out for a shade over the amount of the bill? Uh, we got a few gratuities that uh, we got to took care of before we leave, you see. That's a gratuity here and a gratuity there. All adds up, you know, mister. <laughs> now, Mr. Stevens, I don't know whether you're aware of this or not, but it's a practice of this hotel to call your bank in New York and check your account. Well, uh, you say you're going to call our bank in New York, uh... Well, you see, uh, uh, you see, uh, uh, Andy, come back here. Uh, where are you going? No place. I just thought this was a good time as any to gratitude out of here. <laughs> well, now, you certainly don't object to me calling your bank, do you? All I want to do is have somebody tell me whether this check is good or not. Oh, oh, well, just a minute, uh... Oh, and uh, is this check any good? Oh, sure. There you is, mister. Don't save your phone call. See, there you can. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we still need some verification of your credit from an official of the bank. Oh, my credit, yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. It just so happened that before I left New York, I done took the pre-casualty of bringing a letter of credit with me. That's what I got, right, sir? Oh, a letter of credit. Why, that'll be fine. <laughs> you know, for a moment there, I... I thought you fellas were trying to get away with passing a bad check. Oh, passing a bad check. <laughs> you hear what he's saying, the bad check? <laughs> yeah, I heard him. <laughs> uh, let me read you the letter of credit, sir. Yeah, this will fix us up good. Uh, say here at the top of the letter... Official, bonafide, genuine letter of credit. There it is, right there. See yeah, that? oh, that's the real thing, all right, mister. Yeah, now I say here, to whom it may concern, and others. Uh, say here, uh, this is to certify that George Stevens ain't no bum. Uh, he done got a water door in our bank and a bulging safety deposit box that we ain't been able to jam shut for the past three years. <laughs> you also understand he has got a sock full. In view of the above, please extend unlimited credit whenever he finds himself in a jam. Irvin Trust Company... And signed here by the president, yours affectionately, Irv. There you <laughs> Mr. Stevens, you're, you're playing a joke on me, aren't you? <laughs> uh, what do you mean, a joke, mister? <laughs> well, no one would be stupid and crazy enough to think that the, the owner of a 23-story hotel would accept such a ridiculous story as this, would they? <laughs> uh, 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 no, sir, this is a joke, all right. Uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Uh, what happened? Laugh, you fool, laugh. Kingfish, we've been walking here for two hours. Do you think we can really hitchhike all the way back to New York? Yeah, well, we got to, Andy. I couldn't see a sapphire after this fella Higgins done abscandled off with my money, could I? Yeah. Well, how is Sapphire going to get back to New York? Well, I left a note for her under the door uh, to write a mama for the money. Oh. The old walrus would come through for Sapphire, but she'd never do it for me. Oh, you said it. She'd leave me here in Chicago for the rest of my life and be glad I hear. Yeah. But how come we had to leave all our bags back in the hotel? Well, like I told you, Andy, I told you to leave your bag back there because I figured that they'd go a little toward, well, covering our bill. Yeah, well, I didn't mind it too much. Most of the stuff in my suitcase belonged to the hotel, anyhow. <laughs> hey, Kingfish. Hey, look here. There's a police car parked outside this hamburger joint. Mm. 
You think we ought to go into place and ask the policemen to give us a hitch? Nothing, Andy. Is you kidding? Let the policemen take care of their work and we'll take care of ours. Don't do nothing crazy like that. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's a nice car, though, isn't it? Bulletin, all cars. Say, there's radios on. All local police have been asked by the local authorities to be on the lookout for two men who left the Gilmore Hotel in Chicago and are presumably hitchhiking east. That is all. Kingfish. That's us, you know it. What are we going to do? Yeah, that's us, all right. You're right, Andy. That is us. I think that we ought to... We ought... Uh-oh. What? Handy. Look who's coming out of the hot dog stand, a policeman. Oh, man. All right, now. What are you two guys doing hanging around my squad car? Well, uh, uh, we're just listening to the radio here, yeah, mister. Yeah, sir, yeah, well, sir. you won't find any music on there. You don't have to tell us what come out of there. Sure don't sound like Guy Lombardo to me. <laughs> Kingfish, it show is lonely in these woods at night. Yes, and it is. But it's better than being picked up by the police for jipping the hotel. You see, Andy? Uh, well, what, what was that? What was that? Just an owl. <laughs> A lot of them around here, Andy. Hey, Kingfish, look. Look over there in the dark. It's a four-legged owl with teeth. <laughs> Holy smokes, Andy. It looked like an elephant. What is it? Kingfish is a big dog. You look vicious, too. Tommy, oh, me, what are we going to do? Oh, now, wait a minute. Don't get panicky, Andy. The thing to do is to just sit here and stare him right in the eye. Yeah, that always calms the beast. Yeah, and that's what Clyde Beatty says. Yeah, well, maybe this dog ain't never talked to Clyde Beatty. <laughs> yeah, tell you what, Andy. Let's do this thing by using teamwork. I'll start running, and you stay here and hold him off. Nothing doing. Wait a minute. <laughs> Listen, Andy... You gotta be the rear guard. I'll see you later, Andy. Hey, Kingfish, come back here. The dog done got the rear guard and the rear guard. Oh, me, what a trip. Oh, shut up, Andy. Now that it's daytime, enjoy the beauties of nature. Oh, beauties of nature. In the past 24 hours, two farmers done shot at us. You done fell down a well, and that dog done bit the seat out of my trousers. Yeah, well, it's just been slow going, all right. The only real progress I made is when that goat done butted us across the wheat field there. <laughs> Another thing, too. I done ate them wild strawberries, and I got the hives. Now I got poison ivy on top of the hives. And with the mosquito bites on top of that, my skin is beginning to look like a three-layer cake. Now, listen, Andy, what are you squawking about? I had one of them big yellow jackets sting me right on top of my head. Look at the bump up there. Yeah, I see it. That head of yours looked like a melon with a scoop of ice cream on top of it. Uh, just keep walking and shut up. Hey, Kingfish, look here, we're coming to a river. See that river? You show we in the right direction. River? Yeah, of course I is, Andy. That's the Ohio River. <laughs> Do I go? Yeah, wait a minute. Let me see if I can make out that sign on the bank. M-I-S-S-I-S. Hmm. Sure got a roundabout way of spelling Ohio, ain't they? <laughs> and, uh, 
I don't know how we've done it, but we've done 50 miles further from New York than when we started. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. There's a train around here someplace. Listen, Andy, and I think I got an idea how we can get back to New York in great style, boy. Follow me. Come on. Kingfish just riding on the train, show beat walking, don't it? Yes, and uh, this is the life, all right. We got nice accommodations, too. Mm-hmm. Whoa, bossy, whoa, whoa. You crowding us here. Kingfish, you call these nice accommodations riding in a cattle car? Well, now look, Andy. Behind us is a refrigeration car, and ahead of us is a tank car full of pickle brine. Now, make up your mind, Andy. Does you want to arrive in New York stiff, smelly, or sour? Now, that's... Uh, well, I guess we made the smart choice at that. Mm-hmm. Only thing is, Kingfish, I was getting hungry, you know what? Yeah, well, why don't you milk one of our fellow travelers here and we'll have breakfast. Come on, Andy. I ain't never heard a story like this in my whole life. You and the kingfish must have had a terrible time getting back here to New York City. Oh, yeah, Amos. You ain't never seen nothing like it. Took us six days to get back here. Six days? Even after you got on the train, huh? Yeah, riding with them cows was really something. Yeah, I bet it was, all right, riding with cows. And on top of everything else, the cows got restless and was looking for somebody to take their temper out on. Me and the kingfish had us spend half of one night mooing to let them know that we was one of them. Kingfish done give his money to this fella Higgins, and he turned out to be a swindler, huh? Yeah, that's right. And the Kingfish is up there now trying to explain the whole mess to Sapphire. Well, this will go like all of their arguments. She'll listen for a while, and then she'll hit him over the head with a vest. I can just see it. Now, look, Sapphire, don't holler at me. I've been through enough already. Listen, George, didn't I tell you in the first place to let me keep the money? Well, I know, honey, And but... when you found out the money wasn't in the hotel safe, why didn't you come to me? Well, I was afraid of what you'd do. And do you realize, George, that the police in four states was looking for you? I know, honey, I've been awful stupid. I'll say you is. I is the one that had the police looking for you. You, my own wife, had the police looking for me? Yes, and I wish the police had a found you. It would have saved a lot of trouble. What do you mean? Well, I wanted to take care of the money, so I had Huey Higgins get it away from you. George, I had the money and the tickets all the time. No, no, no. Good night, folks. See you next Sunday. Next Sunday at the same time when Lever Brothers Company the make of the Furious so was solely will again present the Amos and Andy show. Stay tuned for the Edgar Bergen Charlie McCarthy program, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS the Columbia Broadcasting System. Breathe in the bacon. Breathe out the bacon. In, bacon, out, bacon. Time for bacon. Find delicious satisfaction with the Double Western Bacon Cheeseburger. Only at Carl's Jr. Feed your happy. Available to participate in Carl's Jr. restaurants. Price and participation may vary.